Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of Lost in Translation. This time we're covering Digimon Ghost Game episode 14, Zashiki Warashi. I'm May and of course I'm joined by the lovely Quinn. Hey. And of course the equally lovely Chloe. Hello. <clears throat> Hi. So before we get into it, as always, a brief synopsis as a bit of a recap of this episode. So Kiyoshiro invites the group with him to a resort that he's staying at for a conference. And he does this because he's scared of rumours of a hologram ghost. Blacktailmon Uber shows up and drops off a delivery, which has three dim cards and a message from Hiro's father, who is in no trouble at all, just appears to be living his best life and camping in the digital world, as you do. He seems very extra. I kind of love him. <laughs> Fair enough. Then, then the group experiences pranks from the ghost, which turns out to be a Koemon pulling the pranks. And this Koemon was looking for a granny who used to hang out and play with him, but disappeared one day. The group hang out with him, and they kind of make fireworks, which is cute. And then he feels less lonely, and he's able to materialise, which I guess means that people can see him now. So, so you missed kind of a major plot thread through this, which is uh, Gammon asking about Bokomon, who, recap, uh, was m- murdered and caused Gammon to then dark evolve. Uh, so we said Pokemon is now living on a farm upstate, uh-huh. and then also that Granny was living on a farm upstate, and then it turned out Granny actually was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Granny. And we granny. decided to head... No, because no, Granny's alive and will be back. She's fine. Oh, I thought that she was actually dead. No, and they, just... like, got a letter from him, from her saying, I'll, you know, sorry I couldn't well. say goodbye, I'm I'm off to go take care of my grandkid or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought that was just to, and then to we soften just the blow. Did... I... Mm. That seems like a really weird letter to leave. Um, but in any event, we sure did not decide to tell Gammon about death or anything, and just mm-hmm. decided that denial is... A really good idea, so we're, we're definitely getting more Dark Evolutions this season, so I get, at least there's that. So I haven't watched enough Digimon to know if this is the case, but I get the impression that everyone always says, okay, there'll be more Dark Evolutions this season because of this evidence, and then there never is. There is has never been, impression? correct. So to best of my knowledge, only ever really happened once per season. Okay, so let's see if it actually happens. I'd be down. Or if this just ends up being a bad episode. <laughs> that it could certainly go either way at this point. Now that we've gone over the synopsis of this episode, let's discuss the episode. So what were our highlights this week? Um, it was surprisingly kind of Ava at some points. Mm-hmm. Uh, really got her whole, like, this is the impenetrable wall of Jericho moment, slamming the door shut. Um... And they took baths in LCL, and you can't tell me that they didn't. <laughs> they sure hmm. did bathe in some tang. Yep. Yeah, a- anime onsen are always made out of something different. I mean, all baths in anime are just coloured different. Like, I guess mm-hmm. that water's kind of boring and it's just clear, but it anime water's definitely magical. onsen, like, actually would have, you know, a fairly different colour. And would probably even be relatively close to that orange in some of like them. Like a natural hot spring. Yeah, yeah, like which, that. you know, that appeared to be, certainly. So, I was willing to give it to him on that one, but I it sure is green an awful it. lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, I'm not sure if I mentioned on the podcast, but I know I've shared images on Twitter, but there was the Adventure Colon uh, bath bomb. Oh my and god, what? When you... <laughs> 
Yeah, they released they released bath bombs for Atmon, which were grape flavored, so they were purple. And by flavor, I mean scented. I don't know why I said flavored. I don't <laughs> drink bath water ask. typically. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't drink bath just, water. I love faster than I can ask for. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the Atmon ones were grape scented, and Adventure Colon's one were chamomile scented. So okay. while the grape ones were purple, the chamomile ones were bright yellow. So when you mm. put it in the bath, it looks like someone peed a lot in the bath. Oh, no! Which, I'm sorry, is a perfect, like, symbol for Adventure Colon. <laughs> it was entirely <laughs> accurate, yes. Oh, God. Uh, was it, like, Agumon Orange? I still want to back No, no, up. it was, like, no, it was Sunshine Chamomile. Oh, no. I'm still on, there are Digimon bath bombs, mm-hmm. and we just seem like we've skated past that point. There are, there are, well, there are, you can make merchandise out of a lot of things, and they like money, so <laughs> there are Digimon you bath bombs CBD because of capitalism. Bombs, apparently. <laughs> you can, and I hate that for many reasons, yes. Um, but uh, yeah, a lot of people are like, oh no, it's not pea coloured, it looks like anime water. I'm like, no, no, anime water is very clearly green, and it's very, very uh-huh. clearly pea yellow. And that's so, because Japanese doesn't really have a traditional distinction between blue and green, which is green, which is uh, interesting, but now is not the time for Quinda's Japanese lessons. Aoi and Midori. Uh, Midori is uh, historically much later kind of grafted onto the language, just uh, by like traffic lights. Even though green is the one that they did, whatever. Yep. Anyhow. Yeah, I have I have heard that about Aoi being the uh, the color of the traffic lights being blue. Like yep. no, that's but yeah. I, but anyway, so yeah, so bath bombs and things that are not the color of bath water. Other highlights, I I really liked the fact that we got more of a bond between a human and a Digimon that's not necessarily a chosen child. There's no Digivice involved. So I'm wondering if we get more of bonds between humans that can see Digimon when they're holograms and those Digimon, and if the Digivices and bonds between humans kind of help them materialise. And if we get more of that, like, if uh, the Black Algamon that we saw at the end of the last episode, if that not necessarily has a, ch- a chosen child with a Digivice, it just has a person with no Digivice, like how we had the the bird episode with the man who kind of just hung out with some birds and really liked birds and kind of worshipped them as his god. I wonder if we'll get more of that sort of bonding between humans and Digimon, not necessarily because they've got a Digivice, and the Digivice is just something that Hero's dad invented to help that bond and to strengthen it without, like, uh, without, like, waiting over time for the bond to strengthen, just to sort of force the bond, if that makes sense. That's possible. Yeah. Uh, In another direction, uh, for a highlight, uh, I was kind of into The Shining for a minute. Yeah. The, The opening was neat. And uh, I wish, I really wish that this had been a more horror-y episode. Oh, and see here, I was going to say, like, this one actually had me, like, a little, like... Spooked? A, a little, because, like, I don't want to say it was, like, it didn't jump scare me, but it had me unsettled at points. That's fair. That's fair. We did get some very uh, David Lynch minutes in there. Yeah, they they did some camera angles. I do believe my mother just unplugged the router. Oh, no. Uh, well, hold on. Possibly. Hello. Uh, can you hear us? Welcome back. No. Hi. Hello. 
How long what have we been there? gone? What happened? Uh, I just said, how long have we been gone? I have honestly no idea. Oh, uh, like a minute or two? Okay. Um, did the record? Is your recording still going? The recording's yeah. fine. I just have no idea oh, what the last good. thing you really heard was. Um, well, I was saying about how there was like a bond, like this episode showed there was a bond between a human and a partner, and I mm. wonder if we'll get more of that mm-hmm. in uh, future episodes rather than just mm-hmm. like them having digivices as being more like the Birdman episode. Yeah. Did you say Birdman? And every time I think, uh... The movie. I was actually thinking of Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law this time, but... Oh, I was about to say Attorney There are so many law, yeah. options for it, but yeah, just someone shout going, Birdman! Which, you know, I'll be honest, it's a real shame that we didn't get that in uh, in the episode that was also the birds. That's I'm all pre- I'm saying. I'm pretty happy that we didn't. <laughs> um, but, no, I was saying it as a... A highlight in a different direction that I uh, did enjoy the the shining bits and uh, just that it was it was a little bit spoopy at places. Yeah, I liked the Dutch angles oh, yeah. and the David Lynchiness. Yeah, we had some camera angles. I was I was a little spooked at points. Yeah, I liked the the kind of spooky aspects. The whole do you want to play creepy voice? Like I I really appreciated oh, yeah. that. Like, it was a little bit it gets me. I yeah I children are terrifying. I <laughs> wish that. It... <laughs> Hadn't been resolved with, you know, just someone actually wanting to play with with a ball and, oh, wait, you're not Granny, but I guess I got to see some fireworks. Mm-hmm. I, I, thought, I thought it was sweet. It was fine. I That's where I was kind of saying that uh, in, in the bit that you missed, I kind of wish that this had been a swoopier episode where we hadn't just, you know, needed to have a conversation with the ostensive antagonist. Yeah, I thought it was uh I thought it was a good breather episode. I'm glad that they didn't go full spooky, that they kind of yeah, it felt lightheaded like lightheaded, light hearted. Yeah, not headed, lightheaded. Oh, it made I'll me the, the warmth is that made I me think it also seemed a little lightheaded, but <laughs> Yeah. Well it was very light. This episode it was heartwarming, but it was, was kind it? of like was a it? light episode. I thought it was heartwarming. Like he wanted to hang out with the granny. I thought that was sweet. Okay, I mean that part, but but like, the subtext—it's unclear as to whether or not. Whole... Yeah, it's unclear as to whether or not Granny's even still alive, and then Gammon still doesn't know that uh, Bokomon is dead. Much less yeah, that Bokomon's I mean, death turned him into like a rampaging monster for a few minutes. Yeah, yeah. I I I honestly got the impression that this episode had two characters who kind of didn't understand loss or, like, where people go, like, or anything about death. Like, it was basically two children not knowing, like, oh, they'll be back, right? Yeah, yeah and they were we... definitely, like, paralleling each other, I just... But then, like, at no point did we do anything about it. We just kind of left it there, and I guess we're maybe foreshadowing stuff for later, but, uh, yeah, I guess we're, we have, I guess, officially moved into to things we didn't like about this, or should soon. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm I'm like really anti just telling your kids the tooth fairy exists forever. I mean, I don't think it's. I think the ki- the kids t- didn't tell Gammon maybe necessarily what happened because they don't know themselves. Like they are still kids; they're probably they not thinking of it. They watched him get blown into that, pieces. Yeah, they know that Bokomon is dead. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, no, I know, but they don't want to tell Gammon exactly what happened. Maybe because they're all so scared that we'll get another dark evolution. Because if, when Gammon remembers, he'll just like become evil again. 
But okay. then Hero was so unconcerned about evolving Gamamon. Like, I could definitely believe that uh, Ruri and Kiyoshiro were hesitant about it because they actually were like, whoa, what are you doing? Hold on, we might get the wrong one. But Hero was just like, yeah, nah, let's just go. This. And I don't know that that Hero would, you know, be like, I don't know if we can tell. It's very Daisuke getting XVmon. Mm. Yeah, no, I, th- I thought this episode was fine. I don't really have many negative things to say, but I don't have many positive th- things to say about it. I think it was just a a fine, obligatory, like, onsen outing beach episode kind of thing after a major character death, which feels like, well, not major, but, like, it probably is major as we would probably get. But I don't know. I feel like it was very shonen of them to have, like, a lighthearted episode See, following I, I really think we're going to flash back to this episode later as being, you know, the uh, the point at which it all started to go wrong. Because, wow, you should help Gammon mourn. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, it, it could go in a way that Gammon is not really let to experience his grief. He has to kind of, like, ignore it. And if he's oh, bottling yeah, it up, just... maybe that... That leads to something else. And like, it totally maybe it is, is and that's why I'm like, I don't think this was a particularly sweet, lighthearted episode. This was, this is setting up future troubles. I'm watching my own childhood happen, kind of shit. Oh, <laughs> and not I that mean, specifically. Just you know, like I, damn, I meant the, the I meant the the Koemon part was was more lighthearted. But I mean, I guess the implications of Gaumon bottling up all his emotions and then having another breakdown when he remembers that Pokemon is dead again and he basically has to... Especially because Granny, it appears, is coming back. He has every expectation because every other person we heard is going on a journey is actually going on a journey. It'd be like if six of your friends went off to a farm upstate and they just told you one of them, you know, decided to hang out there for the next six months. Yeah, as you do. But uh, yeah, it sounds like y'all have some low lights. I I don't, so I guess y'all have the floor. I've aired my big ones. I feel like yeah. Um, you had also mentioned that it was kind of annoying to have a uh, hero's dad just kind of show up and be like, "Hey, just in case you forgot, I'm still an unresolved plot thread." Later, kids. Yeah. Well, we got some like information that he's just hanging out in the digital world, like he's actually just having an adventure. He's Did not we kidnapped. Not know that he's not last time. I mean, I guess there's that yeah, part. But, but I mean, like even Hero himself was just like he didn't really say much, did he? Yeah. Uh, by the way, I'm still alive. I sent you two other cards that are apparently just footage of places I've been. I like that. Like you know, when the family sends you like the the boring holiday photos. The the dad just takes it up to eleven, and he's like, I mean, he's not a very good father. He just goes on a trip, yes, and just doesn't we've tell got his a son. Theme of that going on, mm-hmm. we're just going on journeys and not telling the kids. Like, okay, this, the what happened in this story is dad is such a bad father to Gamamon that he hoisted it off on his son in the hope that his son can be a better parent than he is. Wow, a little bit, huh? Yikes. Yeah, I, I guess. Oh, I guess that's it's a thing. relatable also, like, at all, but you know. <laughs> also, but what if like he's actually just being held captive, and that's kind of like, yeah, I'm fine. Uh, I'm I'm camping in in the digital world. Isn't it great? Like if he's actually just, I'd be pretty being into it, but like quite it's, the twist. But... It's real weird that he can send 
objects and and stuff. I mean, I don't know. I'll be interested. Maybe Dad is dead and we're just... <laughs> no one wants to tell you. Yeah, Dad went on a trip to the digital world, Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, on the whole, uh, not super into this episode, to be honest. I'll yeah, see where we go I mean... in the next few, but it's been episodic and we apparently seem to be again just kind of pro uh santa claus yeah i just sure yeah Yeah. i was hoping that we were kind of gonna get a bit more like real after last episode and to just kind of have this be the episode of denial immediately following that kind of bugged me i don't know that that doesn't feel too different from what i've seen in other anime probably sorry what did you say I'll just I'm just saying how I that doesn't feel too different from other anime like having the having like a big serious episode and then immediately like having a breather episode or something that's more like gentle gentle on the my my old heart. Like I I'm yeah. I'm not too surprised by that. Well, I'm not too surprised by it either, but I still wish it was better. I don't know. I know I'm not the target audience, but if I were the target audience, they could have done it better. Yeah, I just, you know, I feel like we did a a pretty good job not that long ago with, hey, kids, you know, talk about your feelings, but then then we spent this whole episode not talking about our feelings, and then smiling as we decided to not, yeah, it's, it's, it's unsettling, is all I'll say. Maybe that was the real horror of this episode. That's all I'm saying. The real horror is man. Mm-hmm. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't really have that many thoughts about this episode. It just it just happened. Like, yeah. It just happened. We kind of got a surprising amount of, like... Um... There were a lot of threads Lateral going plot on. movement, you know? Yeah. We got reminded of several plot threads, but nothing really, like, occurred it, with them. Like, Black Tailmon showed up and then just kind of handed over a box. Literally didn't say anything. Yeah, yeah. and then we looked at I mean, the box, and it was stuff from from Dad, and Dad says, Hey, remember me, bye. And, I don't know, I just felt like we were going to get more, uh... I have been waiting for this entire series for Ruri to, like, matter more. I was glad that Ruri got to go shopping with Jellymon, though. That was nice. That was, a little, that was oh, nice. Oh, yeah. And Jellymon's I... various outfits were great. I forgot to mention those as, as highlights. Yeah, I mean, yeah, my one of my other highlights, which I, I completely forgot to as well, was I do like when we get to see a human interacting with their non-Digimon partner, like just a friend, yeah. like their Digimon friend. It was nice. And I like the fact that Ruri and Jellymon had kind of like matching outfits. I liked that. That uh-huh. was very sweet. I liked that they were hanging out. I I appreciated that. Mm-hmm. And Angoramon was kind of cute in the onsen. That was cute. So there were bits that I liked about this episode. But overall, I don't really have that many thoughts other than more people interacting with Digimon, yay. Oh, I actually did have one more highlight that I forgot, which was I actually quite liked the little sequence when Kiyoshiro was hiding under the covers. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that, that was that super was very Ava, and I was very into it. Yeah, it was extremely And then it was Ava. also very Neo-Yokio. It was, oh, I didn't even think about it at the time, but you're very right. Which I did start watching, I'm a few episodes in, and I like it. It's very good. Uh, let us know when you've watched the movie. Le- oh, it's so also, good. let me know when you've seen episode four. But we'll talk anyway. Yes, we'll we'll talk offline about that. But uh, anyway, any more highlights or lowlights? Uh, I think we hit all of mine. Yep. Our favorite characters because mine was Jellymon. 
Chloe, who is yours? I... Gosh. That's tough. Um, yeah. Mm, wow. Oh, gosh. I don't know. You're gonna go. You're both gonna go with abstract concepts and break my heart, aren't you? I'm trying to. I'm, pick I'm, a I've got mine. Yes. Go ahead. Go ahead, Quinn. Uh, the grim specter of mortality. Mm. Okie dokie. I got that as grim specter. Yep. And Chloe, do you have your character slash abstract concept? Grandma's volleyball. That we that, put on our pedestal. That works. <laughs> but don't take on a pedestal. Letter. It was. It was a very favorite. Granny left wall. on a trip and left a letter on this pedestal to uh, someone, which nobody ever saw, removed, or mentioned. Yep. Even though someone is presumably putting the it's ball back up. So there. contrived. Yeah, because the ball does go missing. That is that oh, is a very good point. Can I mention another low light and or just question marks moment? Why yeah. does lasso plus any everything make fireworks? Oh yeah, that does, that is the point. How I, does pyrotechnic? I don't know, but there was definitely maybe there was something on the end of that lasso that was like also Koemon is just a Pokemon. Yeah, it's just Apem. Oh, like uh, it, it's Grookey. No, yeah, but Koemon's been around for like since well at least Digimon World two thousand three. That's so fair. it definitely it predated Grookey. Apem's a Gen two though. Yeah, but it doesn't look like Apom. Kind of looks like Apom. But it's not green. Yeah, it's got a similar face, though. Less focused on hands, I guess. Yeah, it doesn't have the big old hand tail, but I don't know. I, I immediately thought Apom when I saw it. Not Grookey. But I also am not as familiar with uh, Grookey because I stopped kind of paying attention to Pokemon after the third generation or mm-hmm, so. Mm-hmm. That's fair. But uh, yes, yeah, so like uh, ratings. <laughs> I say ratings for this while episode. losing all of our fans. <laughs> So, uh, what ratings for this episode? I gave this episode a three. I just, I don't know why, I I kind of liked this episode. It felt, like, I liked bits of it, but I'm not too much of a fan. But that could be lower, like, after discussing it, there was really not much that happened in this episode. Uh, Chloe, what about your rating out of three? Out of five, sorry. Not out of three. (laughs) Um, let's see. I think... What else have I given a 2.5? Have I not given anything else a 2.5? Uh, you've given twos, but no 2.5. That's fair. And it, was, it was just... It, it, it was. This episode happened. It was. There were some interesting yes, parts. I, I liked how Ava it was because I'm a girl of simple tastes. That's fair. But there were definitely things that annoyed me about it. So yeah, 2.5. I think I am That's also going to go 2.5 on this one. Okie dokie. So... The Jellymon stuff was good. <laughs> that is that is fair, and um, I don't know. I'm I'm honestly thinking of downgrading it to a two point five, just because, yeah, I guess that it was kind of not so good. So that means that the overall rating is seven point five out of fifteen, which means that it is above episode six in our ranking, which was the Sirenmon episode, which previously got seven, which I gave a three-two and y'all both gave two twos. Mm-hmm. So that means in our overall ranking, it is second from the bottom. So, yeah. And I have to look to see if my rating that I gave it, which was is now 2.5, changed my overall ranking at all. Uh, let's see... Actually, no, 2.5 would be my lowest. 
Actually, I'm going to keep it as a three, but eight is still in puts a us in second three. level. So I'm st- I'm, st- <laughs> I'm still keeping I'm still ke- I'm still keeping it as a three because I think that it was better than the Sirenmon episode. It was better than the I enjoyed it more than the Bird episode, but I also just really like Koemon. So for my ranking, it's in the third from bottom place. So bottom is episode six, the Curse Song. Second from the bottom is episode seven, Bird. And third from bottom is this episode. Chloe, where are we putting it in your ranking? Um, can you click on my ranking real quick here? I think... For yep, for reference, you gave episode 6 and episode 10 both twos. Yeah, I guess I'd have to put it above both of those then. Game of Death... Game of Death was a two. Was that the one with um, the sister mom? They went... The t- uh, no, uh, that Game of Death was the Tesla Jellymon fighting game episode. Mm. Mm. Oh, I was thinking Nightly Procession of Monsters, okay. Because I was going to yep. say, there's no, like, I like this way less than the uh, Sistermon episode, but that's not the episode I was thinking of. So yeah, above um, Game of Death, I guess. Game of Death. Yeah. Okay, that's in 12th place. So same place that I put it in. And Quinn, where are we putting this episode? Um, you know, I am surprised looking at Bird, considering how low it is on my ratings, that it, that I apparently gave it a four, but, um, I guess I'm gonna go with between, uh, uh, ten and seven, so pretty much the same place y'all did. So yeah, we've all, we've all put it in second from the bottom, so that, that is, that is fair, and also, I guess it kind of shows that yeah, the been episode- a, It's been a good like the, the, run so far, by and like large. It, yeah, even the episode that we gave a four to is down the bottom mm-hmm. or near the bottom. So episodes that we like turn out being not so bad. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so that means that that's in 12th place for all of our rankings. But because I liked the game of death so much and y'all didn't, it means that it's second in our overall ranking. So it means that the overall ranking finally is a little bit different from all of our rankings. Just because I liked the Game of Death episode. Well, you know, it's good when we disagree sometimes, but... Mm-hmm. Alright, so now we've gone over the discussion and the synopsis, let's go over for pondering Postmon Pat and predictions. So, let's look at our comments from last week's episode. So first up, we have Frozen Studios, who says no. they're going to give this episode a 10 out of 5. Which, by the way, a lot of people uh, gave more than yeah. 5 out of 5 for this episode. So that was that was surprising. And also, I liked, I liked that people more or less all agreed about episode 13. So yeah, they say 10 out of 5 for this episode. It was everything they hoped Ghost Game should be. Gammon's Dark Evolution was fantastic, and also Jellymon is the best. Definitely agree there. Next, we have Digital Hazard, who says, On the subject of Angoramon, I'm glad he didn't evolve. It would have been a shame and probably hit him super hard if he finally evolved and was immediately shut down. Galmon's whole... And then, sorry, I moved on to the next person. Uh, M has says that Galmon's whole character is what that he basically has the mind of a toddler. Of course, he isn't going to understand that the world ending means more than just his favourite food ceasing to exist. Him being written accurately doesn't come off as one-dimensional, in their opinion, but it's a good discussion that we had on the podcast and they love to see more, which I hope you do. I hope you do enjoy our future discussions. Next, we have Ponchamon, who... I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not going to read their entire comment because it's incredibly long. 
but they have given us a too long didn't re- a few too long didn't reads, which I appreciate. Oh so they say that they're currently convinced, even if they're wrong on the specifics, that there's some kind of specific story reason why Gammon doesn't remember anything about Gloose Gammon. But Gloose has access to Gammon's memories. If they're wrong, they're definitely going to have to reevaluate. For now, they're working on the assumptions, so they're fine with it all for the time being. Their next Too Long Didn't Read says that this episode was great and definitely raises a lot of questions, and they can't wait to see where they go with it all. Which is, is fair. Mm. Next, we have Danny, who says they feel like Gullis Gammon has separate thoughts and memories that Gammon and the other revolutions don't have access to. Because when he appeared, he appeared like he already knew the goal that he had. And he also believed that... They will see more of him, and he will be harder to deal with every time. It kind of feels like he is Gammon's natural evolution. And he was given to Hero to influence him in a good way or something. He could have also been reverted back to Gammon while he was Gullus Gammon, and the Black Ogamon and Black Tailmon were sent to watch out for him from a distance. And, and that, that's a possibility. Yeah, Next, yeah. we have KG James, who says they're wondering if there's something special about Simbara and Goramon. Like, maybe he has some hidden power that makes him particularly strong or something. Just really feels like he's getting the Patamon treatment at this point. Feels like it'd be weird to wait this long if they're not going to do something big with it. And I think they are, just because the vague, like, end of episode thoughts that Angoramon has every week. I don't know, what what do y'all think? Um, I certainly can't think of any other good reason why they would be waiting so long, other than just mm-hmm. poor writing, but... The writing hasn't seemed that bad this season, so I don't yeah, know. I I wish we were doing more with Wuri, to be honest. But otherwise, um, you know, I do hope that there's at least a, a reason for it. And Goromon seems to have a bit of a, a character, even if we haven't seen much of mm-hmm. it yet. He the, he's always the wise one, so it would make sense for him to be pretty dang strong when he evolves, I guess, since he like knows what he's doing. Mm. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah. yeah. And is, you know, just going to transition, have a real glow up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I mean, I didn't even think about uh, Angoramon getting the the Patamon treatment, but now, like, they've pointed that out. Like, oh, yeah, maybe we are getting the Angoramon's evolution is just stronger than everyone else, so we're kind of keeping him back from now, or maybe he's going to be a special Digimon that means something to the plot. I don't know. That'd be as, cool. As a Digimon outsider, what what all is exactly implied by the Patamon treatment? Uh, so... Oh, he didn't evolve until, like, episode 12, and everyone already had, well and truly had their evolutions, but then he was also able to bring down the Arc 1 boss Late to evolve, by himself but super as soon as he evolved. Does. Uh, yeah, but yeah. then also spent most of the series, like, reverted back to uh, a baby after killing himself by sacrificing, uh, etc. Yeah. So, yeah. Jesus, basically. Yeah. Yeah, More basically. or less literally. Okay. Yeah, and he also didn't get his next evolution until, like, subtle. The 30 episodes later. The life to kill Debimon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we do subtlety here. Next, we have the Bleach J, who says they don't know. They really liked that Seelstromon was just a killer. It shows the kids that they're a Digimon that can't be talked down, since their initial plan was just to talk to it. And yeah, I, I agree. I like that they didn't just go, hey, you know this killer? Let's uh, let let's change his mind and have him apologize and all will be forgiven. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm glad they didn't go down that sort of... They talked him out of it, and now he's a cool guy. He still killed, like, a thousand Digimon, but whatever. Yeah. 
Next, we have Pastelmon, who says the episode I, I was say, everything. Before we yep. move on with that one, that I do wish like the kids had had to confront that in any meaningful way. Mm-hmm. We're able to brush past it because of circumstances, but like, what do you yeah. do about a guy whose hobby is murder? Yeah, I mean, I guess that's another fault that the that I always mention the show has is they have to tell this story in like twenty minutes. So, of course, they kind of have to run out of time for doing things like that. And I guess, again, if it was a 40-minute long episode, they would have given more time to dealing with that and confronting that and maybe even Gammon confronting things as well in this week's episode. And so, yeah, I feel like the last episode would have been a great point to, like, you know, begin an arc where we can, you know, distribute some of the storytelling across episodes so we can have some more of that, you know actual character development but they just seem to be sticking with the episodic format to the point where we're just gonna not have that or at least not for a while here because of the show pacing i guess or something yeah mm. so yeah uh pastelmon continues to say that they really liked gillis gammon's edgy personality and the fact that when a digimon dies it forgets everything really and that really rises the stakes and honestly, they say that this is one of the best episodes in the franchise for them, which I'd probably agree with. I really did like episode 13. I feel like <laughs> it stands up against all the other good episodes throughout the whole franchise. Yeah, I agree. I haven't seen many others throughout the whole franchise, but I think it's definitely my favorite of... Uh, well, is it my favorite of Ghost Game? I can't remember. Can you bring up the rankings real quick? I think it was. for. Uh, yep, yeah, we all put it in top place, and it's top in our overall. Nice. Yeah. That's good. I hope we continue to do that, though. Get good episodes. Mm-hmm. Next up, we have Narumi, who says the episode was so shocking when they watched it for the first time, they had to give it a 5 out of 5. Most people complained that the previous episodes didn't have death, but the lack of death is what made this episode so impactful. They're pretty sure that Gullis Gammon would not appear on episode 13 because we had Wesen Gammon just last episode, and there's the stu- superstition with the number 13. But they were surprised. And they're wondering if that if maybe it's a more Western thing and Japanese people fear the number four, which they they do because of she, mm-hmm. and that's why sometimes they say yon instead of she. So that that is possible that they don't have that connotation with episode thirteen. And then they say watching the Pokemon die and Gammon crying was heartbreaking. And the best part of the episode was G- girls Gammon having a personality instead of being a mindless killing machine, which I totally agree with. Like as scary as the mindless killing machines are. I do appreciate when they actually give the, I guess, sort of bad guys, or at least the Dark Evolutions, a personality, because I can't actually remember if any of the Dark Evolutions have had personalities other than just Rage screaming machines. and... I think yeah. we'd even talked about this last time. At least I think the answer was that this was the first time. Uh, to certainly yeah. to the greatest extent here. Um, let's see. Skull Greymon. We had Skull Greymon, Monster. Megedramon was Monster. Uh, uh, Frontier has sort of had Burning Greymon just being out of control, but again, Monster had to be cried yeah, on yeah. in the face. Uh, <laughs> Sabres had... What is this, it, the no, Binding of Isaac? More hey. like... No, we cry on things... The end of Frontier is a kid has died and the kids somehow break into the operating theatre and just cry on him and bring him back to life. It's a weird theme. But uh, yes, so Savers had the evil uh, Burst Greymon, Greymon, which was evil, that just was screaming. Uh, I don't 
remember Cross Wars having anything. And I don't think Atmon had any. Yeah, not really. And Colin had Megendramon, which was just, again, a monster. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, this this is the first Dark Evolution, which... Sort of spoilers, Patamon. Oh, and Tailmon. No, did did Dark Nightmon talk in Colin? No, and I don't... But Devimon did, but that wasn't really so much a dark evolution as yeah, it just was. Yeah, no, it just was was a dark by coincidental. Uh, anyway. Yeah, which is still like probably the best thing out of Colin. That's really saying something. So next we have Spore Halo, who says the episodes are five out of five, and they feel like Gullus Gammon will be returning quite a bit in the series. Gammon seems to have Gullus as his natural evolution, considering Clockmon's time stuff with Gullus being able to destroy dimensional stuff the Digivices do, and Gullus might be the key to getting the kids into the digital world without burning up, as Bokemon put it. If so, Clockmon might be returning to help summon Gullus Gammon. And that could be a point. Like, I do remember that. Like, episode one had the shadow of Gullus Gammon because Clockamon used his fast-forward technique on him. Mm. Next, we have Twilight, who says episode 13 is why they watch Digimon. Honestly, arguably, this type of content is part of why Digimon is one of the three mon-genre franchises that has gone the distance. There is, of course, the fact that Digimon is the father of monster raising, like Pokemon is monster collecting, and SMT is monster fighting. But they feel like they would only get the franchise so far if it weren't for the fact that it has its own unique heart. A heart that they really felt was on show in the last episode. And I would agree, like, this was definitely one of the, the stronger episodes. Yeah, absolutely. Next, we we have a lot of comments this week, I should have said. Um, but no, yeah, so next, I certainly believe it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was. We also got quite a few more views on last week's episode. Like, we got t- over twice as many views on the last episode as what we usually get, which is good. Like, thank you for, for y'all for watching. I so appreciate next the people we have finally digi- recognizing my greatness. Mm-hmm. Yep, of that's course, of definitely course. what it was. So, next up, we have Digital Hazard, who says it's a 4.5 for them. And not only do we have probably broken the trend of Dark Evos being mindless rage monsters, Gullus is smart, has a plan, and seems to have all of Gammon's memories. It's going to be super interesting to see him deal with this going forward. And yeah, I, 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 I like that, but they've also pointed out why they didn't give it a full 5 out of 5, and that is Sealjamon has killed 995 Digimon, and we're only just hearing about it now, which is completely like, that's... I yeah. didn't think about that, but Angoramon has tea parties with Digimon, and no one was bringing up the murderer? I'm willing to pretend that, you know, the first 980 of them happened in the digital world, but it is definitely a plot hole, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't even consider it. Like, oh, like that that's a lot. Then we have TGS who gives it a 6 out of 5 as one of the best episodes of Ghost Game so far. Gullus Gammon exceeded their expectations to all the foreshadowing, and since and since it seems that we got stock footage, they expected Gullus Gammon to return, so that's the animation that basically yeah. is used for every evolution. Their theory so far is Gullus Gammon was causing destruction in the past and has been reborn as the current Gammon and was left a hero to k- try to keep Gammon's dark side sealed. Which is interesting, I think we, we, yeah, we've had a few comments that said that this Something time, so that is an interesting. I could certainly see. Yeah, I, I didn't think about that, but that's a, that's that's a that's a very good theory, and I'm kind of scared about it. But that it, does it, seem it seems to be connected theory. to a lot of uh, darker evolutions this time around. At least, assuming Black yeah. Argumon is related to 
Hokuto. Yeah, and then we have obviously the the Black Tailmon Uva, which again is a dark version, maybe a dark version of Tailmon. I don't know. So that, there's there's something interesting there. Then we have Andrew, who said they didn't expect to have German numbers in a Digimon show, and they say that Gullus Gamamon was cool and scary at the same time, and they consider that we learn about the reborn process of Digimon, they come up with a theory. They think in the, in the reboot they kind of say the evil, like any other Digimon, get re- reborn and repeat the process again by defeating the Digidestins. They wonder if evil got like, and an evil one got reborn as an actual di- chosen child's partner. And the Holodead has a hand in it, and, like, they imagined that Gamamon maybe was this prophecy of a cult or something, and the dad was part of it, or they're not sure. And maybe there's already a cult cult for Gamamon, which is the people on the internet who are huge fans of Gamamon, which everyone loves Gamamon on Twitter. And lastly, because I wrote Gib Chocolate in the thumbnail, because a cutesy word for give is Gib, Yep. Somebody was like, which was legend said, give chocolate question mark, and then Devocrack Seven said it's German. It's as in give chocolate. Pretty fitting for the thumbnail and the fact that there is some German language in this episode. That was completely unintentional. I just <laughs> meant it is in the internet cutesy way of saying gib. Yep. So I guess I'm just this unintentional genius. Very multicultural and, of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very much so. I don't know German at all. Likewise, I uh, in my quick review, I accidentally started to call the episode episode nine. Which Digital Hazard pointed out to be, oh, how he, no, it was on purpose. It was because 999 was how he was counting. So I was like, okay, maybe I'm just this unintentional German language genius. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm embracing the spirit of Asuka from Evangelion, I guess. So those were our comments. There we go. So what were what are our thoughts about the series so far? The the fact that we li- like this episode less, are we feeling less confident about the series? Um, not necessarily. I think it was just very evident that this one was not main track plot. Yeah. Mm. Um, I wish I felt like we were doing more with our characters. Really, like we're finally really doing something with uh, uh Gammon, and that's cool. I don't feel like I have a lot of read on Hero beyond just kind of being a guy who is kind of smart sometimes. And then the you know, like we just, we've done so little with anyone else and I'm I'm annoyed about it. On the other hand, the writing's been mostly pretty good. So, you know, it's no Atmon yet. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, it's no Atmon, but I still feel like it could have the potential to be up there with Atmon, maybe is I mean, I know I said this with Colin as well, that it could be better than Atmon. But Yeah, I think and I could you'll be wrong say there. that for as long as they keep making Digimon. <laughs> yeah, but maybe but maybe this episode will be better than Atmon. I mean, not this episode, the season will be better than Atmon. We'll see. We'll see. I mean we'll see. You know, they'd have to ha- like they'd Atmon have had to step the up best game. ending of anything I've ever seen of Digimon, which is not a very long list, admittedly, but two things. Atmon's ending was so good that unless Ghost Game gets just wild, it's not going to come anywhere close. Yeah. Will no, you that, wish that, that, that you that could turn fair. back time? I will. Because the guilt will have been all mine. Can't forget hmm. love and pride. I mean, you skipped a lot. No, no, no more Evangelion songs. That's Digimon now. You can't forget the past. Uh. No, no, no. Okay, <laughs> well, okay. Ne- no. 
Episode 15 is called The Fortune Teller's Manor, and we look like we're getting some very scary things going on. Again, the voiceover in the next time on is terrifying and vaguely passive-aggressive. Do we have any predictions for what's going to happen? It looks kind of interesting. I'm wondering whether or not the little, like, petrification we saw at the end there is literal or metaphorical. Yeah. Because it's definitely, like, an anime thing to show someone, you know, like, all, uh... I feel like you spooked. don't put it in the the ending like that if it's not a fairly physical thing, and with the, the demon thing, I'm gonna guess that it's an actual petrification. It's quite possible, but they also, at the end of the last little teaser, showed uh, Kiyoshiro all crazy-eyed and sleep-deprived, and that was very rarely a plot point, so... That's fair. I mean, it was oh, it was part me. of it. Like he was sleep deprived. He was That's literally sleep deprived. Yeah, but it, like it wasn't was anything it. that like mattered. I'm looking at it again. We've got no. the, the smash cut after the burning card. I feel like that's got to be literal. Yeah. Well, We're so also I'm looking forward yeah. to it. Dealing with a tent that says Mephisto on the outside. So okay, that's nice. In case the the yeah. devil theming wasn't you know. Oh yeah, if it enough. wasn't obvious enough. Hmm? Yeah. But I'm wondering if we're going to start to get some more evolutions because I'm, I'm wondering if those dim cards that we got in this episode will help unlock their perfect level evolutions. I know we haven't got Angoramon's evolution yet, but I'm wondering if we will be getting at least hinting at some future evolutions. I mean, I hope that the cards that they send do something, because otherwise it was literally just for no other reason than to say, oh, no. hey, remember, I'm still in a resolved plot point, bye. Yeah, I it's did like... really feel weird with them being like, hey, don't forget to watch those two, and then they were just like, I did, and they were just, you know, Nothing more. much more. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, in Thanks, the Digimon movie, Dad. Mimi sends a postcard, and I just got the exact same vibe from the Mimi postcard in the Digimon movie, and I'm wishing you were here <laughs> from Hero's dad. I don't, it just, I mean, it, that's my theory. Uh, Mimi's dad, not Mimi's dad, Hero's dad is Mimi. <laughs> there we have it. There's my prediction. All right, everyone. So thanks for listening, and you can join us next time as we cover episode 15, The Fortune Teller's Manor. So, of course, the link dump is linked in the description, and so is our Redbubble. You can contact us and stay updated. You can email us at lostintransitionmod at gmail.com or you can comment on this episode on our website lostintransitionmod.com or on this episode on YouTube. You can follow us at Transitionmod on Twitter and you can find us on Lost in Transitionmod on Tumblr, Facebook, Instagram and of course YouTube. I'm at Digimon underscore Hero on TikTok. Hero is spelled H-I-R-O and I still haven't fixed the spelling in my segment guide, but I stream on twitch.tv slash translationmon. And of course, you can chat with us on the Lost in Translationmon Discord server, and you can also leave us reviews on any podcast catcher that you use that accepts reviews. I heard that Spotify now accepts reviews, so that's cool. So that means that if you listen to us on Spotify, you can now give us a review. And if I don't see the review, please let me know so I can read it out on the show, because otherwise I won't be able to. So please, let us know if I don't see it. So you can also donate to Patreon, and that's linked in the description from as little as a dollar a month. And that gets you access to the Patreon-only areas of our Discord server, and also each role has a special, like, level that corresponds to it, so that's pretty cool. So there are higher levels, more rewards, unedited and early episodes, and more. And of course, thank you to our current supporters on Patreon, Joe, Stephen Reeves, 
who is Wallaby64 on our cover own, Kana Washi, Chisai, who can follow on Twitter at Chisai236, Neobu, who says you should follow Chisai on Twitter at Chisai236, Carl, Lismet, who is a Lekman on Tumblr, Nicholas, Sam, Emery from Gornwell Hunting, a Hunter Hunter Reward podcast, Magnus, Lucas, Jasimon05, Patrick, Jason, Great Nuki, Shelby, Digital Hazard, who is on Twitch at The Digital Hazard, Dedicated Gazi, Elimist, and Michael. And of course, you can also make a one donation on PayPal, which can be found linked in the description. It's paypal.me slash edgemon. And of course, you can also donate to me on my coffee account, ko-fi.com slash edra. So thank you so much for listening, watching, and joining me. And of course, thank you for watching, listening, and joining me in real time, Quinn and Chloe. Chloe, can we find you anywhere? Um, so I sometimes look at Discord. Sometimes sometimes I look at Discord. Sometimes I, all I do is I look at Discord. Sometimes I'm just staring at a blank screen with Discord on it and mm-hmm. nothing is loading. And Quinn, can we find you anywhere? You could also talk to me on Discord if you like. Yay! You and dare. we can all chat if we, d- if we dare. And maybe I'll be alive after my booster shot tomorrow and I can also chat. That'll be exciting. But anyway, thanks for joining me and we will see you on the next one. Bye! Bye.